Thanks for listening to Schlereth and Evans On Demand, presented by Bathfitter. Hey guys, if you drop the ball when it comes to your bath or shower remodel, Bathfitter doesn't just fit your bath, they fit your budget and schedule. Bathfitter will install a tub or shower in just one day. Bathfitter's price guarantee is a slam dunk. Bathfitter, it just fits. Reacting to the news of Sean Payton's hiring and looking ahead to Philly and KC, Twin Peaks presents Schlereth and Evans. I appreciate one more time um, the Walton Penner Ownership Group for having me back and look forward to making you proud. Um, look forward to working with everyone in here and, uh, and building that winning culture. It's something that is, it's not easy. It's something that is, is daily, monthly, and it's something that can slide or slip quickly. Um, I feel like we did that in New Orleans. That's what I'm talking about. Hell yeah! That's what I'm talking about. That's what I've been looking for, looking to hear for a long, long time. Oh, yeah. Great job, Sean Payton. Way to win the day. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Mark Schlereth. Well, good morning, Michael. What'd you think? Oh, I thought it was great. I, I, I went over there and I watched it live. And um, I just thought he was, I thought he commanded the room. I thought he was in charge. Um, not, you know, didn't take a note up there. Um, just spoke from experience and spoke from his heart of what, you know, he thinks is is what creates a winning culture. And, you know, I mean, the I've told you, I've told you from day one, um, getting to spend a bunch of time around him. And I understand, I, I remembered why he, originally one of the first times he brought me in to the Saints was to speak to his team after they won the Super Bowl. So I addressed his entire team, um, just about trying to win back to back championships. And so we've been, we've been fairly connected for, uh, you know, since that was 2010, I think. So, you know, we've been doing stuff together since that time. But, um, yeah, I thought that was, I thought that's who he, who he is, who he, you know, what he, what he stands for. And there is no, like, there's no gray area. There, uh, DMAC posted a great video. You see his video was shoot last night had like a 1.7 million views. And DMAC just asked him in a scrum, what about the Jay Keeps and the quarterback? And I ain't going to have an error. I mean, it was pretty, Matter of fact, yeah, yeah, I'm not aware of the situation, but that won't happen here. Well, those of us who have have thirsted for accountability here, uh-huh. it's why <laughs> all Jerry Rossberg had to do is come out for a couple of weeks and had us all kind of eaten out of his hand because, oh my God, we're hearing stuff that we've wanted so desperately to hear, and that's what we heard yesterday, and and it was all coming from a place of this is what I've done before. Right. No on-the-job training. Yes. No needing to break in somebody new. Nobody who's trying to, through trial and error, or just error, figure things out. This is a guy who comes in, and you could just tell. This is how I've done it. This is how it works. This right. is what I know. This is what I'll bring. This is exactly why you and I were, you know, preaching from the pulpit of certified pre-owned. One guy that knows what he's doing. Yes. And it wasn't as though Sean Payton got fired. He stepped away from the, the former job, and they worked a deal to get him here. And you're 100% right. And, you know, everything that we thought about organizationally, Mike, I think in that one statement to DMAC came to fruition. 
I'm not familiar with that situation, but it won't happen. My coaches, my coaching staff, my people are going to be on the field, not some independent, you know, football coach. Ain't going to happen here. Yeah, I don't think you're going to have that uh, person in Russ's team who uh, walks up to Sean Payton and says, yeah, Russ is uh, done for the day. Yeah, Russ has got he's, he's He's had enough knee bends today. Yeah, I mean, from the start, there will be one guy. He will be in charge. Um, not a tyrant, but can be. But certainly in charge, and there is a... Uh, certain amount of respect, reverence, and just straight-up fear when you have a guy that has that kind of authority. Because we've been talking about Peyton for so long, and because you've had so much to share with your own one-on-one dealings with him, I found myself a, a lot of times while watching listening to the press conference yesterday kind of nodding, going, okay, this is what you were talking about. This is what Stink was talking about. The idea that, yeah, that toughness comes through, that I'm in charge comes through, that this is what I'm going to demand comes through, but also that that player's coach, too, who understands right. when he's talking about $30,000 boombox in the locker room so that we can celebrate after big road wins. You know, this is a guy who, hey, I'm going to ask a lot of you. I'm going to demand a lot of you. But you know what? I want you to succeed. And when you do succeed, hey, we're going to enjoy it. When you... I've said this, I've told you this before. When you walk into the Saints facility, downstairs where all, the pl- <clears throat> where all the players are, it is as plush, as nice as any facility in, the, in, in football. Walk upstairs to the coach's office, they haven't changed that carpet since the 70s. I mean, it, it's, you know, it's trash. All the money, all the money gets spent on the players. You know, when I hear people say, well, he's just got such an ego. Really? That's an ego? That's an ego. You're living from, you're, you're living from this, the, you know, the, the thing that hasn't been redone from the 70s, and you're in there every day. He's got a little tiny office. Sean's office in with New Orleans is, is tiny. It's not this grandioso, come in, put your feet up, you know, waiting room. <laughs> there, there, there's none of that garbage. I'm, I'm just telling you, this is no-nonsense, great football coach, and we're lucky to have him. Want to get your reaction to it? Ramoslaw.com text line, 303-713-1043. What did you think of the introductory press conference? What did you hear? What did you like? Uh, is there anything you, you wish you heard more of? Uh, looks like you're going to be staying here for a while. Yeah, I think so. You think so? I yeah. think so. I tell, tell us about this offensive line coach. Uh, so Zach Streif, um, he is, Zach is one of those players that, um, he was an outstanding player. He is super smart. Um, a guy that wasn't, like, he was not athletically gifted in the overall scheme of things, um, but really played well, played for a long time for the New Orleans Saints, um, probably 11, 12 years and then he got right out of that, um, and he went into broadcasting. So Zach was actually the play-by-play guy on radio for Saints games. I believe he had he probably had a radio show in New Orleans and all that stuff, but he was play-by-play for a while. And then he stepped away from the radio broadcasting and went in as an assistant offensive line coach the last couple of years. So he was an assistant to um, to their line coach, uh, I, 
Rauscher was probably the line coach the first year. Maybe um, I can't remember the kid's name right now. Was the second year, and then anyhow. So that's what he's been doing. He's been the he's been the O line assistant for the last couple of years, and so which is a natural progression. You know, that's one thing we learned with the Jeff Saturday thing. You know, a lot of coaches don't like it when you kind of bypass steps. Mm-hmm. So and Sean's old school that way too. Mm-hmm. You know, he comes from that Bill Parcells. You got to pay your dues. So. That makes sense. It makes perfect sense. Reaction from the, the text line is from Fred in Jacksonville listening. Thank you, Fred. Apology time, Evans. I'm sorry. You were right. I was wrong. I wanted Ryan, Severo, or Quinn, not Peyton, because I didn't want the Broncos to give up draft capital. Now, after hearing an adult press conference by a head ball coach, F them picks. Yeah. There you go. There you go. The mom jeans is correct. There you go. We are off. We are rolling. Love to hear from you. As day one of Sean Payton as the coach of the Broncos, your reaction. We'll have the brew coming up at 6.30. The Avs go back to work tonight. And the uh, Nuggets and T-Wolves playing. Uh, Will we get full rosters from both teams? We shall see. But up next, Payton's comments on Russ. What does it mean moving forward? And is this a change that Russell Wilson will embrace? This is next. It's spicy. When the day is done, the game is over, and you need a break from all the stress. Relax in your tub or shower from Bath Fitter. Bath Fitter will fit your budget with a price match guarantee. No money down, no payments for up to five years. Get the ball rolling. Visit bathfitter.com today. Reacting to the news of Sean Payton's hiring and looking ahead to Philly and KC, Twin Peaks presents Schlereth and Evans. Here's what I know. I know he's a hard worker. I know he's an extremely hard worker. Um, that's important. And I think you take that, you understand the skill set. He's, he's won uh, a lot of games in Seattle. We, we played him quite a bit just because we were both playoff teams in the NFC at that time. And then you go from there. And I think that's the same case, uh, although it's a much more visible position. It's the same case and the same uh, goal for us. With, with every player on this roster, what do they do well? And let's have them do those things. Multi-billion dollar operation. Uh, maybe we can throw a few bucks at the uh, a new audio system uh, over there at uh, UC no, great. Training Center. Hey, don't pop your peas. Don't pop your peas. Sean Payton. George Payton. Yeah, that is not. Greg Penner. That is not a great sound. I think, you know what I think happens is you get used to talking right up on the mics. And those mics or for whatever, you got to talk like a foot away from the Okay, Mr. TV man. I'm just telling you. Because when Penner talked, it wasn't that bad. I don't know if we have any Penner sound, but... Yeah. Eh. Not necessary. George Payton sound. Not yeah. necessary. Yeah. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> Not necessary. <laughs> we, we learned loud and clear who's in charge over there. Uh-huh. And that's, that's good. That's good. We also heard that... Russ's honeymoon is over, that all of the, what's the word I'm looking for, all of the uh, benefits that he had in Seattle, that he brought with him here, his team, his entourage, his people, his quarterback coach, everybody inside the building, his office, all these special perks that uh, Russell Wilson has enjoyed Sean Payton making clear those days are over. I'm not familiar with that relative to what we're going to do. I'm going to hire the coaching staff. There's going to be a certain... Is that going out? Uh, no. Okay. No. Sorry. 
uh, saying about uh, how there will not be any special uh, things for, for Russ here moving forward. I'm not familiar with that relative to what we're going to do. I'm going to hire the coaching staff. There's going to be a certain method of, of, of how we practice and how we prepare. And so what was done prior, uh, obviously some of it unique or maybe some of it very common uh, is of no importance to me. Uh, certainly we're not going to have private individuals out there coaching. If they're on our staff, they'll be out there. Oh, dramatic pause there in the middle. Payne's comments on Russ for what Broncos country wanted to hear. Certainly. Will it be what Russ wanted to hear, wants to hear? And well, here's the the point is this, and this is the point I've been trying to get through forever. I don't care what Russ wants to hear. That's the point of hiring an adult as a head coach. It doesn't matter what Russ wants. It doesn't matter what Russ thinks. It doesn't. He is paid to coach. You are paid to play. That's that's the the relationship. And so, therefore, what is best for this football team to get wins? What is best for this football team to move forward? Because ultimately, what's best for wins? We're going to do what's best for wins. And, by the way, you you have said this multiple times. And it's not just me. He said it to me, but he said it to everybody who's ever come through Seattle when they talk to him. I want to go down as the best winner of all time. Well, guess what? Best winner means you make sacrifices and you do what's best for this football team. You do what's best to mitigate your own weaknesses. You do what's best to accentuate the weak, uh, the strengths of the rest of this football team. And that's what Sean was hired to do, to accentuate the strengths, to minimize or mitigate the weaknesses, and to win football games. Let's rock. Russ has been made out to be the, the villain in all this, right down to people responding yesterday that, oh, man, Russ probably heard all that and you know, started pouting or crapped his pants or something like that. I, I don't think you're being fair to Russell Wilson here, okay? I think Russell Wilson wants this and is open to this and certainly isn't going to pitch a fit over it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is somebody who had glowing things to say about Sean Payton at the end of the season, uh, reportedly reached out to Payton yeah. early on in the process. I think Russ did all this, said all this, understanding what's coming. Right. And understanding that Peyton feels the way that he just expressed yesterday about mm-hmm. Russ's entourage. I think Russ is fine with it. I, I, and I think Russ at this stage wants it, is is okay with it. And, and yeah, because he's now in a position where you run the risk of looking like a real hypocrite. When he's telling you many times... I want to go down as the greatest winner of all time. Okay. Yeah, this Well, then this shouldn't be a problem at all. Right. This is what it's going to take. No, I I 100% agree. It shouldn't be an issue. Um, now, there's going to be some things you're going to have to overcome. Like, you know, all the people that are around, surrounding the facility, all the people that are part of that. Um, again, you're not going to have a private coach out there. I don't know about... You know, his his individual trainers and all those people, if they're going to have to, you know, do things off-site. I, again, I don't know exactly how that'll work. 
Um, I mean, Sean's not unreasonable, but there will be there. You know what? There will be common sense. And in the NFL, common sense isn't always so common. I think that's what <laughs> right? we saw last year. Right. But there will be a commonsensical approach to what we're doing. And one thing about, I mean, one thing about Sean that you have to understand, like they've had the same strength coach over there for, what, 16 years. One thing about Sean that I think Russ will will be made aware of and, and everybody will be made aware of, we are not, we're hiring really good people to do their jobs. And we are not going to, like, emasculate those people. We are not going to undercut those people because they were hired for a reason. And so, you know, I, I think you have to, again, this is a growth process and maturity process for us. you got to understand kind of the pecking order and, and what we're going to do here. And, you know, I, I mean, get on board. You, and I believe that he will. I believe that he'll get on board. And I believe there will probably be some concessions made. For certain things, but certainly not your own individual quarterback coach on the field. That ain't happening. Some uh, more reaction on the Ronaldslaw.com text line. I went from mildly anti-Payton to open-minded after the conference, but I still see a cap-strapped team with no high picks and a deficit of talent. Uh, another one, take a hike, Team Threes. There's an adult running the show now. Get in line or get out. That's from John. Morning Brew coming up next. Sean Payton talks about uh, the need for a little less talk and a little bit more action and what to expect from the Avs as they get back to work tonight coming out of the All-Star break. All that coming up in the brew next. It's time for your morning brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. Reacting to uh, Sean Payton's introductory press conference yesterday, we certainly learned he's in charge, but is he a tyrant? I think there's this myth that I'm this, like, tyrant that has to come into the building and control everything. And I'm like, where are you guys getting all this stuff from? I might be a tyrant once in a while, though, but not a lot. Anyway, I I, I really enjoy his company, and, and I think uh, I think it works extremely well so far. Talking about his relationship so far with George Payton, can he be a tyrant? Oh, there's no, there's no question that if it's not being done the way he wants it to be done, then yes, absolutely. Um, but again, like I think he's had an unbelievable working relationship with Mickey Loomis all these years. Um, I've, I've sat with him. He told me the story about their. I think it was a two. 2017 draft where they got like Ramchek and Camara and that, like there was there's like like four or five big time players in that draft and and traveling around going to interview these guys as a as you know just a, a consortium of of coaches and and you know and scouts and and general managers so you know yeah no, I know I but. He certainly is going to want things done on the football field the way he wants them done. And that's going to be a demand. Love it. Covering Shanahan, covering Kubiak. It, listening to him yesterday, I had flashbacks to those two. And I haven't felt that way about a Broncos coach since Gary Kubiak left. Right. And, God, it feels, it's just, this is what I wanted. This is this is why I've been banging the table for an experienced coach. You heard it yesterday. You heard it. 
I don't need to say, hey, listen for this, listen for that. If you listened to the press conference yesterday, if you're listening to any of these clips that we're playing, it's obvious. It's such a difference. And it will make a difference. Next on the Morning Brew, more from Sean Payton. He wants less talking and more playing. I know this. The work has started. You know, this. I kind of use this term, you know, a little bit more anonymous donors this season. Just know that we're working, but a little bit less visibility on social media and all those other things. Like, we're going to get to work, and ultimately it's how we do in the fall. Um, so we kind of go from there, and then, and then we kind of earn it with our fans, and, and we've got fantastic fans that uh, will appreciate that. I found myself when I was taking notes yesterday listening. I, I put a star next to that. Right. He was asked, you want to make any predictions, Any anything that we should expect? You know, I'll tell you what. Why don't we just... Why don't we just go to work, put our heads down, and let's go prove it to everybody in the in the fall. You know, not not trying to reel Broncos country in with any, you know, bold, brave talk now. He's not interested in winning the offseason. Let's go to work hmm. and let the results speak for themselves. Yeah, and really. they, let, they let that be how you judge us. We don't need a bunch of uh, running videos or a bunch of look how much I'm throwing on mm-hmm. vacation or... Uh, hey, look at me. I can slam dunk and I'm six foot seven, you know? That's kind of the uh, smear campaign. That was a little bit of it. Uh, do I have it handy? Yeah. It was a lunch video. Yeah. Promo. Look, I can dunk. Yeah, I, I can dunk. So. Yeah, You're 6'8". Yeah. <laughs> yes. You know? I mean, just <laughs> insanely stupid. Oh, yes. Little less talking, little less self-promotion. Let's just go to work and win some football. Ooh, that could be a pro- that could. By the way, that could qualify as a, a song for Sean Payton. Oh yes, that's right. Thank less you. Talk, little more action, Elvis. Yes, thank you for bringing that up. By the way, because as you know, there is a tradition here on the Schleyer and Evans program that every coach in town has his own song, right. his own soundtrack that we play. So we need your recommendations today. For Sean Payton. Right. So a little up. less conversation, a little more action. Um, I, that, we can we can make that Elvis the immediate we can make that the immediate leader in the clubhouse. How about that? Mm-hmm. Hit us up, Ronaldslaw.com text line 303-713-1043. Your suggestions. We'll come up with a group, a finalist, and uh then we'll vote. And we'll get Sean Payton his song. Next on the morning brew, the Avalanche back to work after the All Star break. And it is right away a challenge. Five of their next six are on the road. They go at Pittsburgh tonight, then at Tampa on Thursday, at Florida on Saturday, come home to face Tampa, and then go right back on the road at Minnesota, at St. Louis. And even though the Avalanche mark won seven out of eight going into the break, <laughs> they got work to do because even with that winning streak, they are still out of the playoff picture right now. Well, that And this is a tough, with Pittsburgh, you mentioned two against Tampa and, and Florida. This is a tough, this is a tough little stretch. By the way, you know what they should do is bench all their starters in that Tampa game in Tampa. Give them a load management day so they can be fresh when they play Tampa here. Well, actually, the the only back to back they have in this stretch, I'm they go. Sarcastic. I know you are hockey, would but not they do. do that. They do have a couple of back to backs coming up here as they go next week. They play Tampa at home, and then the next night at Minnesota. So they'll just have to leave everybody home. 
Just leave every Minnesota game. Right. They'll be drained. They'll be drained after yes, the uh, that means just There's just Very no drained. way. Very drained. There's just absolutely zero chance. They'll have two low legs. Dead legs. Oh, my gosh. feel like too low out here. Speaking of the uh, NBA, next on the Morning Brew, the Nuggets and Timberwolves with a, I guess, a rematch. No, you can't call it a rematch because... Uh, the Nuggets weren't whole in the last game, but they will be whole for this game. See, this is this is yet another reason why I, I'm disappointed by what the NBA does now. Because one thing I do like about the scheduling is they've created a lot of these back-to-back games against opponents, nice. especially division opponents. And so what they're doing is they're they're trying to kind of create a little bit of heat during the course of the regular season with the idea that, hey, instead of it just being one anonymous regular season game after another, let's have back-to-back games against an opponent, a home-and-home, where maybe just the the proximity to each other creates a little bit more intensity, almost like a little mini uh, playoff vibe with the idea that, hey, we're going to be playing each other for the next two games. You just got us in the last game. Let's see if we can bounce back in this one. But you lost out on that opportunity when you didn't play anybody the other night. So tonight's just another, you know, anonymous right. game on the schedule. They should have known that teams were just going to basically not play one night. I'm only playing my my guys at home, not on the road. I don't know. The, the whole thing seems a little goofy to me. Well, it's uh, not worth beating to death now because it is the way it is and the Nuggets have four more back-to-backs the rest of the way and I'm not putting all this on the Nuggets because every other team certainly every other yeah. contender in the NBA is going to be doing this as well. It's just an NBA issue that they're going to have to address but uh, Nuggets and Timberwolves tonight. That'll do it for the Morning Brew. Bring that to you each and every morning at 6.30. Coming up a lot of reaction from you What'd you think? Did Sean Payton win the press conference? What'd you like? What do you wish you heard more of? And for those of us who want a coach who will demand accountability, did we hear what we needed? That's next. Reacting to the news of Sean Payton's hiring and looking ahead to Billy and KC, Twin Peaks presents Schlereth and Evans. I was fortunate to spend three, my last three years as an assistant. I worked for Bill Parcells. And sometimes our bloodlines find us intentionally. Sometimes we're just a product of where we ended up. So we don't get to choose sometimes. But for me, those three years were like law school. And, and he said this to me, when you go somewhere new, and, and he said, look, when you're going to New Orleans, you have to figure out what's kept them from winning for the last 30 years. Evaluate the people and go by what you see. So don't predispose yourself to any belief or thought. Just pay attention to what you're seeing in every area of the building. What do you think he'll see? What do you think he's already seen? Does he see the need for sweeping, tear it down to the studs type changes? Or, you know, there's there's a foundation here to build upon. Right. I think that... Um one, you don't have all the players in, so you haven't seen all the players. You've seen the film. Um, so I love the the whole eyeball test aspect of what he's talking about, right? There's no math equation. You know, analytics isn't going to solve your issues. It's going to come down to people and, you know, putting people in positions to have success, both as players and as coaches and as, 
you know, administrators and all those things. So I think you look at, like, oftentimes intentions are good, but, you know, the results have not been good. So why have the results not been good? Why have we not had uh, success here? And I think it's probably there's there's no one answer. I think there's probably a lot of a little a lot of things that have um, have cropped themselves up. But I will say this just from a player's perspective, Mike, and I've said this a lot. You know, there's a, an attention to detail that you think you have. There's a preparation point that you think you're doing. Like, like there's a there's what you think is enough. Oftentimes, is not close to being enough. When you go to different organizations and you watch practices and you see how players, um, you know, you see how they practice, you see how they respond. You look at the game tape. You see um, an attention to detail, lack of mistakes, and energy they play with. Um, there's a there's a different there's a different st- set of standards preparation standards there and that's that to me is really where Sean will come in here and say that's not good enough we need to be better here like he knows what that looks like I love the uh, the Parcells influence and I I was lucky enough to cover Parcells for a couple seasons in in New England back in the um, oh when was he there what uh, mid mid nineties right. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, mid nineties, and yeah, because they they lost that Super Bowl to Green Bay. Bay. Then he then he in left nineteen ninety six to go to the Jets. So yeah. then Pete Carroll took over. <laughs> How about that? Huh? Yeah. Uh, but I got a chance to cover Parcells for a couple of years, and the guy was I loved it. I loved it because there was it was old school. He he was blunt, but he he wasn't like Belichick not say anything. Like Belichick, another another mentor of of Peyton, um, but whereas Belichick, obviously, we all know Belichick's act. But Parcells will talk. Mm-hmm. Parcells will explain things. He'll he'll explain where he's coming from, and he'll do so in a way that's blunt, that's honest, but it's also kind of informative and and entertaining too. And I think having a chance to cover and follow as fans, Peyton. Will be will be fun because you're you're gonna get a guy who's gonna tell it like it is, but I think you're gonna learn a lot along the way, and and you're just I, I, you're you're going to enjoy his no nonsense approach, but it's gonna be done in a way that I think is gonna be entertaining and informative and fun to follow. I I, I heard a lot having covered Parcells. I heard a lot of Parcells in Peyton yesterday, and that's a good thing. When I was when I was at ESPN. And I think NFL Live, we did a show at like, I don't know, 5.30 Eastern, 5 o'clock Eastern, whatever it was. Um, but in the newsroom, the must-see television, because we got all the feeds and all the team feeds, right? Yep. Was the Bill Parcells news conference every day, kind of state of the team every day when he was coaching the Dallas Cowboys. Yep. And it was, I mean, it was must-see television because he would be informative, but there was a a snarky deliverance, yep. and a cranky deliverance yep. to it that would just make you laugh sometimes. And he, I mean, he knew what he was doing. He was a master at it, but it was, it was fun. But like I said, or like you said, you still got good information from, from Bill. He'd still give you good stuff. Some reaction on the Ramoslaw.com text line as we're giving you a chance. Also, we got some uh, suggestions already out of the box for some uh, Sean Payton songs. Let's not marry the coach before we see the progress. Don't be fooled. I'm happy. But I was excited when we got Russell. Shame me once. Okay, what's the difference? Because you're right. The mm-hmm. 
We should know better in terms of getting overly excited after the immediate news or a press conference or whatever. We were all, all swept up. Don't let anybody try to tell you differently. Everybody was swept up in WrestleMania when this thing went down. Sure. We know how it went down. Why is this different? Why is it different? Oh, it's completely different. The tenor is 100% different. I mean, all you have to, all, there's there's one, literally, there's one quote. I'm not familiar with, with what went on here in the past, but, you know, my coaches, our coaches are going to be on the field, and uh, there won't be any independent, like, nobody else is going to be on the field. And that's all you need to know. And that is an indictment of, let's be frank, that's an indictment of George Payton, and that's an indictment of the organization. And But how know. do we know that Payton, Sean, is a sure thing? We thought Russ was a sure thing. How do we know Payton's a sure thing? I think, listen, I think Russ, left to his own devices, is his own worst enemy. Because he looks at himself differently than he is or he looks at what he wants to be as opposed to what he is and that's that's really the cause that and a lot of things but that was really the root cause of the issues and how the issues kept cropping up in Seattle that's why he's here and all you need to hear is Sean Payton go I hey listen I'm not familiar with what went on in the past but if what you're saying is true ain't gonna happen on my watch, that's that's just not going to happen. So, you know, in, in regards to Jake Heaps and your own quarterback coach and all those things, which, again, points back to the organization, what you talked about with, well, how will we know? What will we see? What will be different? Well, right there, that's the difference. Nathaniel Hackett never said, oh, no, these guys aren't allowed on. Okay, you want your own quarterback? Yeah, he can be here. Oh, you want? Oh, yes, whatever you need. Sean just took one look at it and go, yeah, no, 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 uh, not on my watch. That that doesn't that doesn't go on here. You know, for all of us who are just begging for an adult to take over here, somebody who's done it before, somebody who has a track record. Listening, and I'm, I'm taking notes yesterday during the, the press conference, and some of some of the words, some of the phrases that I'm jotting down. He's quote maniacal with the details. Quote everything matters. That's how you, quote, create a culture. Uh, Saying his standards are, quote, intelligence, discipline, toughness, and how it's not for everyone. Yeah. Any coach, any first-time coach can get up and just recite those platitudes. This is what I stand for. Right. Toughness. Discipline. Right? But you've never done it before. So how do I know? Right. But this is a guy... You ask, what's the difference between him and, and Russ coming here? Well, this is a guy who's got a proven track record, but this wasn't somebody who at the end looked like there was any signs of slippage. Certainly the Saints didn't feel like there were no. any signs of slippage when it, when it came to, to Sean Payton. Uh, the Miami Dolphins who were ready to give him a five-year, $100 million contract to team up with Tom Brady and coach the Dolphins this past year didn't think there was any slippage. So you're, you're talking about somebody who... In a world in which nothing is absolutely 100% guaranteed about what somebody's going to be able to, de- to deliver, I, this guy comes close. 
This guy comes close. He does. Hey, all you have to look at is the, this first the first hire we heard of, uh, Zach Streif, O-line coach. He was a player for Sean for a long time. Left the radio broadcast booth. He was the play-by-play guy for uh, the New Orleans Saints. Came in as coach the last couple of years as an assistant offensive line coach. Um, the total embodiment of what Sean Payton just talked about. Discipline, toughness, intelligence. Here is a guy that, by all standards, when you see him, by all standards, I mean, he's a, a huge man, but athletically, not the most gifted guy. Like, if you're, if you're putting him compared to a bunch of other guys that came through that camp during those 10, 12 years, every guy that came through that camp, probably more athletic than Zach. And I'm not banging on Zach. I'm just telling you the facts. And yet what? That dude ended up starting for 10, 12 years. And I'm and and tough, disciplined, and super smart because you've got to be those things. So it's not just lip service. I can point to guys who have played for Sean that probably weren't the greatest athletes in the world, but they had those other qualities that Sean just mentioned are the most important to him when it comes to changing culture and building a football team. This is so exciting. The one comment yesterday from Sean Payton that immediately. Sets him apart from his predecessors. We'll have it for you in Four Down Territory next. When your team is in hot water and you need a break from the play-by-play, Bath Fitter can install your tub or shower in just one day. And just like a coach, Bath Fitter is in your corner offering a watertight, seamless wall. A design consultant will take accurate measurements of your tub or shower and recommend the products that fit your budget. Bath Fitter has special financing available with no money down and no interest for up to five years. Now that's a game changer. Visit bathfitter.com to book your in-home consultation. Bath Fitter, it just fits. 